G'day, dorks, and welcome to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is Jason. How are you, Jason? Hello, guys. Mate, it's good to have you back. It is great to be back. We were supposed to record last week. Um, I think we even, me and John even mentioned on the episode that you you dogged us for tennis. I dogged you for tennis. (laughs) I I double booked. I'm sorry. Did you at least win your game? I did. Fuck yeah, it's, that's all that matters, mate. That's, that's it. I, I'm, matters. I'm third on the leaderboard. Oh, I, I, I don't know how. I don't know why for an anime, for a podcast about anime and cartoons, why we have so many alphas on this. Like, John last week was, like, talking about getting back on the b-ball court. You're, like, third ranked in tennis now. Wait, I, literally, I'm not that great. <laughs> I'm in the lower divisions working my way up. That's why I've got so many points now. It's just hilarious. Oh, that's great. That is great. So what's been, what's been going on other than tennis, mate? Oh, mate. Work, house, mm. dogs. Mate, we had... Me and you have probably just came out, come out of the most stressful week of our work year. Oh, I love audits. Mm. Oh. Audit week. So I actually had a pretty... Oh, you probably yeah. had it rougher than I did. Oh. I, I had a solid team. Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't want to talk about work. Uh, no. But anyway, no, I'm going to talk about work because I have a story for you, mate. I actually, Ooh. something happened to me at work this week, and I think, I think I can say it's the first true experience of true fear I've ever had in my life. Like true, actual fear, like trembling, shaking, heart pounding oh, fear. So, so um, last weekend I went away uh, with my my family for a little holiday to the Hunter Valley. Uh, we went up there, okay. saw some lights, you know, did a oh, whole bunch of family stuff. Lovely time. And we went out to this this amazing, amazing Indian restaurant. It was so great. Ooh. It was a I, really, I love, I love oh, good Indian, curry. Good curry. And I, I got, um, I can't even remember what I got. I got a chicken curry. It might have been, I was pretty drunk. I was in okay. the, I was in the, of wa- course you were. I was in wine country. Fun, mate. It was in, I was in wine country, mate. Oh. I'd be, I was sourced from the moment we got there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think, I think it was just a butter chicken. But uh, we we ate there and we got some to take away. We got some like packed up and to put in the car and whatnot to take back to the hotel and finish later. But we didn't have a, a microwave in our hotel in our hotel. Oh god! So we couldn't reheat it. So I was like, okay, well, you I'm... had a fridge there. Yeah, we had a fridge, okay, so we could ke- we could keep it cool. Yeah, that's fine. So I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm not wasting this. this. Is one of the best Indian meals I've ever had. So the next, what, what were the prices? Oh, no, it was pretty reasonable. I think yeah. we paid. Um, like, I think j- just for a main, and then oh, I've got a rough idea. Of- I think it was like twenty twenty eight bucks for a main, yeah, twenty nine okay. bucks for a main. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. It was That's pretty good for current. Yeah, oh man, it was the cheapest meal we had in the in the Hunter Valley. Like oh, the Hunter Valley is pricey. Yeah, I paid they thirty dollars use- for a bacon and egg roll. Say that again. Thirty dollars for a bacon and egg roll. Thirty. Yeah. The- Did they use like free range eggs from? Nah. Admittedly, there was halloumi on it, but still, oh, that- I love halloumi. I love halloumi. Mm. Um, but anyway. Getting back to the Indian. So okay. we, we couldn't eat it at the, at that night. So we thought, oh, we're well, going home the next day. We're like, maybe we should take it. You know, it's a, it's like a three, four hour trip home. Yeah. Okay. Right. Which oh, we no. thought, we thought was, was fine. Like in my head, I'm like three, four hours. You know, it's fine. I put it in there cold. I'll put it in the bottom of the car. I'll put the cold drinks around it. You know, it should be fine. Oh yeah. Did, did your kids by any chance have curry as well? Yeah. Yeah. They all okay, had curry. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was the whole family. Four hour trip back to yeah, yeah. three hour, three, three hour. hour. Um, well, it, it was originally a three hour trip, but then we stopped at a zoo, and a, a re- so long story short, the three hour trip home took eight hours. Okay, which the Indian stayed Don't. in the car for the whole eight hours. I oh, know. I then was hungry that night after getting home. I was again a little bit drunk. Yeah, of course. So, so I. You, you, you risked it. I made. I risked it. Okay. Risked I, it. I rolled the dice. And me and you, me and you know, we're pretty pretty savvy when it comes Look, to food safety. Of course, I, I'm one mm. to roll the dice oh, as well. No, we roll the dice constantly because I think both me and you know how many things you have to fuck up 
to actually yeah. get food poisoning. That's right. Like it's very difficult unless you're being unless you're rubbing raw chicken <gasps> over your Mate, cooked food. That, that that food must be it. It almost needs to be contaminated before you cook it. Yeah, it's really hard. That being said, I, I've I've had my partner's parents leave Silverside in a pot overnight. Mm. Leave it there all day. Mm. Slice it up for tea that next night. Mm. They did not get sick. No. They did not get sick. No. That's like over 14 hours. Yeah. They're just sitting in a pot of water. 14 hours in the danger zone. Yeah. Where, uh, anyone who, uh, who doesn't know what the danger zone is, the danger zone is the, the range that bacteria grows Rapidly. between 5 and 60 degrees. Yeah. This, this it's, stuff, it's sitting at room temperature. Yeah. This bacteria is just growing. It's just growing. And they just, just missed it. No, just, no one got sick. Yeah. So, uh, See? It's it's just a fine example, exactly. So I decided to roll the roll the dice on this Indian food, and I honestly thought I was fine. Like um, I didn't feel like I've I've had food poisoning a few times, <laughs> probably because I roll the dice often. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've really experienced food poisoning. Like I've had food I've poison. had I've I've overindulged, and I've eaten too much of something, no, and then I, I've just vomited, felt a little bit sick, and then I was good. No, I've had the I've had the old double the double whammy Ooh. where you. You're sitting on a toilet, evacuating and vomiting into the sink at the same time. I've, and I've, I've had gastro. It's probably the same thing. Yeah, very similar. Very similar, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so um, the next day, I was back at work. So mm-hmm. actually, no, it was the day after that I was back at work. So I had a, a whole yeah. day at home. Everything was fine. Yep. 48 hours? 48 hours. It was all good. It was sweet. <laughs> I get to work the next day, and because we had this audit coming up, oh. it was a, it's the big kitchen clean down, the yearly big kitchen clean down. Like, you're, you're cleaning... Everything that you can see. Basically, the rule of thumb is you go into the kitchen, close your eyes, point, clean that. Yeah. And you do yeah. that until everything's clean. I was cleaning the roofs the day before. Oh, Funny I, you mentioned the roofs because I, I too was cleaning the roofs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on a ladder. Oh, I had a footstool mm-hmm. and I had a squeegee, a yep. giant squeegee Yep. with just vinegar-wrapped stuff on the end of it. Just I just... I, I literally just put rubber bands around it, yeah. and I was I was away at it. So I was uh, I was on the ladder, right? And I I got down. I, I started cleaning up on the ladder, then I got down, and I had to mm. go. And then I had a feeling in my tummy, and you know, like a, a, oh, a feeling. I yeah. And I was like, okay, that, I know, mm, I know that's a a, that's a concern. So I went to the bathroom, and my my fe- my fears were confirmed with what can only be described as painting the inside of the bowl, just complete coverage. Mm. Just an absolute no, no. It was just a spray can. Yeah, it, there was no form. There to was it. no body. No, no, no. So that was immediately concerning. <laughs> but because it's the biggest week in the kitchen where you have to clean, you have to. And oh, me boy. and you, we're head chefs. Like we have to be there. You cannot oh, yeah. dog. No. You, you're there. You, you're. you're you're on the front line. Yeah. We've got to be there. Got to be there. There's, You've got to ride it there's out no the so literally the first thing in my head I was like, oh, ride or die, mate. I gotta get this done. Oh yeah. So was I got it the day I rang you. Yes. Oh my you you did not have any time for chit chat. I that had day. no time for no one. Oh, I, I could tell. <laughs> so I um I I was I climbed back up this ladder and as soon as I got to the top the back feet of the ladder started slipping out. Oh, no. And my body just went into that thing where it clenched everything. <laughs> like, everything clenched. <laughs> the ladder's coming down. I'm almost positive I'm about to immediately shit my pants and break a bone from falling onto the concrete floor. And I managed to, like, Spider-Man cling myself to the wall and, like, press myself up against the wall so I'm, like, kind of pinned in the corner one leg on the <laughs> one leg one leg on the wall, one leg on the ladder, just pinned. And I'm so scared to move because if I do, I feel like I'm gonna lose some muscle control and shit myself. I was there for five minutes. Was that the clean shit off the wall? It was, <laughs> it was the most core cool workout I've ever oh done. It was the equi- I can see the yeah. you got a six I felt like I was doing a plank for like 45 minutes. (laughs) And I can safely say it's the first true experience of fear in my life. My life flashed before my eyes. I I did not expect a story like that. That is 
That is amazing. That was at like 10 o'clock in the day. Too. I had that such a in, long that day. That was an hour in. That was an hour into my day. Six and a half hours ago. And the whole day was touch mm. and go. Just me white knuckling mm. it around the kitchen. Just absolutely damn brutal. Oh, that man. is crazy. Oh, it feels good. I told, I told my wife the same story, right? Her reaction was not that. Her reaction was no you, laughter. She, you know, you know why though. I put myself in that situation, yeah. and I've I've been in those tight situations where I gotta go. Oh yeah, and if I'm up a ladder, well, I, I would surely shit myself in that situation. It's the scariest thing I've literally ever been because, like, not only I'm like because I'm a big dude. Yeah. Yeah, if, it would hurt if you fell. So if like, if a hundred kilos of me hit the floor, something's breaking, and it's not the floor. It's not the floor. It's, but also, like, I'm like, oh great. So if not only if I'm gonna, I'm not only I'm gonna break a bone at work and then have to deal with all that stuff, but I'm gonna shit myself in the fucking process and then have to deal with that consequence as well. Oh, just getting wheeled out. Oh, would that be? I'd, I'd quit my job. That's it. I'd be done. Oh, no way. Oh, 100%. You would have never seen me again. Not after the stories you've heard from uh, yeah, some of your enough. fellow uh, colleagues. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> well, we should get into it, buddy. So we've got a, a massive episode this week. Uh, we are reviewing Sword Art Online. Woo. Let's bloody get into it, mate. Okay. With the invention of full-dive VR technology comes an amazing new MMORPG called Sword Art Online. Launch day sees thousands of players log in for the first time, only to discover they can no longer log out. It's quickly revealed that in this fantastical virtual reality game, death means the end for you in both realities. Clearing all 100 levels and defeating the final boss is the only path to freedom. Kirito, a skilled solo player, sets off on a journey to get as strong as he can, hoping that he'll be able to defeat the game and set free all the players trapped. It's time to get into Sword Art Online Season 1. <laughs> Link starts! So, buddy, Sword Art Online. Oh, boy, I have some very strong feelings on this season, mate. What did you think? How did you... So, this is a pretty old anime. I think it came back in, like, 2012. Why did you go in on this? Because you messaged me saying that you'd started watching this. Look, I played a lot of um, a mobile game, Clash of Clans, right? Yep. And I was was in a clan with Bran, Mm -hmm. right? He's a Sword Art Online guy. Like, yeah, he's a major die fan. Hard, he's yeah. a diehard fan. Now he told me about it like two years ago. Yeah, and basically, I, I've been falling into this anime whirlpool. Yeah, this uh, I I don't know which one to watch next. Basically, it's getting but, pretty rough. It's, hey? it's getting mm. it's getting hard between Crunchyroll and Anime Lab. Like just trying to find something that that I like is. Quite difficult, but I don't think it's so much that there's not a lot of stuff on there. I think there's too much on there. Like, it's, there's yeah. so much stuff to I, I, watch. I think there's a lot of stuff that is just, I don't know, like not for mud. you. It's yeah. just mud. Yeah, it, it does seem like that. There is a. It is getting harder to pick the diamonds out of the rough because exactly. there just seems to be a lot of rough around. Oh yeah, yeah. especially at the moment. Mm. Especially at the moment. So now look. Sword Art Online, though, mm. I wasn't too invested to begin with, but as I, you know, watched the first half of the first season, I was like, yeah, you know what, this isn't too bad. Like, okay. I, can, I can sort of get used to this. Yeah. And then n- now I'm in season three, mm. midway through season three. It's it's good. Like, I, I enjoy it, personally. Yeah. So the, the, there are things that, you know, that... Oh, there are issues, yeah, obviously, but yeah. Obviously. But I, I like the general... Um, 
thing that they're trying to portray, I guess. The vibe they're going for. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like it. it. It sort of reflects where we are going, really, as it says, like into tech, mm. right? Into like, like full dive VR. Full yeah. dive VR. Like in the, in like the um, anime, 2024 is where the first full VR MMO RPG is released. In, yeah. Is released. Sword Art Online. And, and like say now in the like our world, right? Yeah. We've got VR already. Mm. Right? And it's only just basic over the head. You know, yeah. you can walk around and do your thing. But yeah, like. It's good. I'm I'm sort of thinking about it. Going, man, it's only four years away. Like, b- before, like, mm. you know, what's going to happen? I reckon. So, so when I first watched this series, um, I watched this series when it first came out in I think 2012, 2014. Yeah, it was around there. Okay. Um, I uh, my brother cool. introduced it to me. Um, the crazy one, not the normal one. Yep. Um, and I immediately thought. That he, he, he was heavily addicted to MMOs, though, wasn't he? Yeah, Kurt. This one. Um, I didn't want to mention his name. Yes, Kurt yes. was. Uh, Kurt's a big MMORPG guy, so obviously this was it, right it up his alley. It tickled his fans. Yeah. yeah. So he showed this to me, and when he first showed to me, just the, the sheer concept mm. of this was the first time I think I'd ever heard of the concept of full dive VR. Yeah. Or kind of not but heard f- of it, but more envisioned what it could be like. Right. And back then, what did you think? The same thing I think now. What? Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me full dive VR. I, I think we're closer now than obviously. Yeah. Than we've ever been. I don't think we're as close as I thought we were going to be. No. No, we still haven't got hoverboards, Phil. No. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other thing I thought of when I first got introduced to this season, way, way back then, was, oh my God, I love this show. Yep. Immediately. So over the 25 episodes, there are in the first season, uh, 24, sorry, there are two distinct storylines. Yes. So you have um, Sword Art Online or yep. um, Iron Helm. Iron Helm? Iron Helm? Iron Crad. Iron Crad. Yeah, which and is then, the big yeah, castle. That's it's the like, land they're it's, in. It's, they're yeah, in Iron Crad, yeah. Everything. It's just a, it's got a hundred levels, mm. a boss for each level. And <clears throat> traditional kind of fantasy, yeah, yeah. Setup and um, no magic, no magic, no in magic. This one, except for sword arts, right? Skills, skills. That's right. There's no magic though. It's specifically no. mentioned in Sword Art Online because MMORPG with no magic. They literally cannot heal themselves no. without items, crystals, yeah, potions. And then the second half of the season is based in uh, another MMORPG. Yes, called Elfheim Online. That's it. Yep. I don't think it's online. I think it's just Elfheim. No, it's probably online. Yeah, well, it, it would be online. So with the first series, the first half of the first series, so up until, say, episode, I think it's episode 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we're going full spoilers for this oh, season. If you haven't fucking watched it, just watch it. 2012. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so up until episode 14. Uh, so the first 14 episodes of season one are all based in the Sword Art Online. Yeah. So I, I want to focus on those episodes I, for yeah, now. That's fine. And then, and then I want to, then I want to move in. So when we initially kind of go into this series, where we're putting the shoes of Kirito, who was you know just a typical teenage, teenage boy yeah. gamer. I think he's kind of an amalgamation of all gamer carrier, like all gamer stereotypes, like the loner, the you know. Kind of all these gamer yeah, kind of yeah. stereotypes that are just put into one character, and for me, he's he's a complete tech head. He yeah. understands computers and stuff, but yeah. also like he and seems programming. To, yeah, he seems to like be one of those people that know that don't just enjoy a game, but enjoy understanding the like the mechanics yeah. behind the game. Like, yeah. oh, you can't do this because you know monster spawns won't spawn that often. You need yeah. to f- find another spawn, and you know, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So. I think for me, I found him immediately engaging. Immediately, oh. I enjoyed his character. I thought his design was cool. Everything was cool. And then the reveal comes that, you know, midway through that episode that this is a death game. Oh, yeah. That the creator, uh, Akihiko Kaiba, has... By the way, I fucking nailed that you, name. You did. You did. I did enjoy that. So, yeah, Akihiko Kaiba, he kind of... 
develops this world. Like, he's the creator of the Nerve Gear, Sword Art Online. This is all his kind of brainchild. This is his dream, mm. basically. Well, And his dream, like, later it's explained by him that he wanted Sword Art Online to become his reality. He wanted to live in this world. Yeah. And Which, to make it his reality, all he had to do was bring in mortality. Because as soon as you bring in death to something, it becomes your reality. It does for everyone for in that everyone game. Else. It has for to two years. Yeah, two, two years. Thrive, mm. live, survive. Yeah, exactly. So, like, um, yeah. So that's the initial kind of concept of it, and we kind of get a, a few hints that in the first couple of episodes that um. Kirito knows a lot about what he's doing because he was a beta tester. Yes, that's right. And for me, I found that an interesting hook because mm. immediately... He has insight on the game yeah, already. Immediately, we don't have to go through as much of a tutorial about the game because he doesn't have to. That's true. He knows what he's doing, so we as the viewer kind of know what he's... Like, know how to do this game better, you know? he We kind of understand how to... The basic concepts. Yeah, of it, exactly. Yeah. Because he, he and, already and he, knows. And they basically introduced us by him training someone else mm. how to use the sword arts. Yeah. Right? So I, I instantly bought into this world. Did you did you buy into this world like instantly? Like Where look, I think I did when the sky lit up red and then I mm. understood what was going on. I was like, Oh Yeah. That's kinda cool. Yeah. Because instantly I think, Wow. Could I do that? Mm. Could I do that? I probably could. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, let's I'd, be real here. I'd fucking love to. To be honest, I wouldn't yeah. like to die in it. but yeah. I'd be real careful. It's kind of the only downside. But like, um, I, I just loved how for me this, this that start of the series with you know those, you know, four thousand people gathered in the town of New Beginnings mm. to you know to be told by Akihiko Kaiba about the death game, about how you've got to clear the game to win, and literally. After that day, they lost 2,000 people. 2,000 people died. Out of the 10. 2,000 people died. Basically, like if if people were on the outside were ripping their headgear off, Mm. it would fry their brains and kill them. Not to mention, you don't get it in the the start of the series, but it is brought up later in the series that there were a lot of people committing suicide in Sword Art Online. Yes. A lot of people just jumping off the edges and, yeah, it's real grim. But I think that... I think that's what I love about this first half of the series is because mm-hmm. because it's the game has to become their re- reality. Everyone has to adjust their concepts of reality. And us as a viewer as well. Like yeah, that's exactly. all we knew. That's and that's they literally all we knew. They don't ever break that format in no. the first fourteen episodes. You don't. There's no glimpses of the outside no. world. We don't get to see anything. We don't. We're always left guessing. As about soon it. as Kirito's in the game, we are of you are in the game the entire time. Yep, that's it, and it's great. But I love the way that the way they go into almost the psychology of all these different players. When you know we get introduced mm. to player killers who run murder oh. guilds because Peking, would, yeah, it, it just makes sense to me because if you had you know say two thousand people in this game, you would have personality types oh, yeah. that under these circumstances. A flick, like a switch, would flick in their head. Yep, they would completely separate the human life from the virtual avatar. Yeah, because of course they would, because that's it's human the logic. Game. It's the game, yeah. and I loved how much time they spent going into the psychology of a lot of players, and mm. just a lot of variance in the players too. Because we almost spend like the first, you know, half of the season. Or at least, you know, I think it's like six episodes or five episodes. It's like sporadic little one-shots of Kirito goes to a certain place with a yes. certain person, does a quest. He's on he's on floor 27. Yeah, he know. bounces around. He bounces around. He goes between the floors, helping and people out as well. All those storylines I loved. Did, did you like the little um, clan that he, that he was in? The Moonlit Cats. The Moonlit Cats. Is it the Moonlit Cats? I think. He- I've got it written down here. Um, yeah, the Moonlit Cats. Pretty sure that's right. But yeah, the episode where Kirito um, joins, I think that's like episode three, he joins this little clan and it's kind of a bit odd to see him in, in a guild because he's, you know, a solo, a solo player. player. Yeah. But he really looks like he's enjoying being in this guild and he it did. is yeah. fucking brutal when they die at the end of this episode, Boy, that episode. I was, I was thinking, yeah, I, I instantly went, you know, wow, okay. He just lost 
fucking everyone. Mm. And the one member of the guild that wasn't with them, when he Suicide. finds out about it, just jumps off the side. Yeah. And so and, and then brutal. from then on, Kirito was against guilds. Pl- yeah. pl- like, against guilds, mm. playing with other players. He was of strictly he solo. Because mm. he felt responsible for mm. their deaths. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I just... I found it so interesting that, like, the way that they spend so much time with other people, like these side characters in the storylines, mm. it really fleshes out this entire world. But not so much the world that they're in, but the people inhabiting the world, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think it helps that we've played, like, MMOs before as well. Yeah, I definitely... So we understand the basic concepts behind yeah, it, right? We do, I think, like... Any viewer of this who's who has any passing knowledge of an RPG or an MMO RPG instantly brings with them some past knowledge, like yep. <laughs> I stuff Big like sword battles, skills, boss yeah. battles, clearing dungeons, uh, RNGs, level progressions, RNGs, yeah. random drops, healing rates, level players, all that mm. stuff. It's just grinding. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we we obviously go in with a, a fair bit of experience. I, I thoroughly enjoyed all the monster designs throughout the whole first mm. half of this season. Uh, actually, they went all out with the bosses. Bosses mm. are pretty cool. The, Most of them, they're all unique. The first boss fight they have on level one, the first but with the kangaroo thing, with kangaroo, the buckle and the looking whatever. Wicked. That is yeah. so good. Watching uh, Kirito and Asuna kind of switch out and dual kind of tag team these guys. They is, were too. And it, Th- that was their like little, little thing. Mm. He would... He would counter and then switch, right? Yeah, and the way her uh, fighting and style attack, was and like, yeah, that, that Kirito would block and parry, so the the beast yep. would be wide open. And I adored because you never see it in anime. You never see anyone with a, a rapier weapon, like a pointed, mm. pointy blade. Yep. With I, I loved how she um, attacked with that rapier, where it was just this darting kind of stabbing, yeah. doing, 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 multiple. Doing. Yep, loved it. I thought it was mwah, perfect. Mm. And even Kirito kind of, I loved his fighting style. It's just kind of broad, kind of wild swings almost. Yeah. Uh, nice. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all the levels, the dungeons and all that, like climbing stuff, like the actual world building. Recreate this world for us. Oh, fuck. I'd go in in a minute. Oh, in a second. So, it, I think I think it'd be great just to be there from day dot. Mm. You know, in like a new MMO RPG. Just day dot. That's Start my, afresh with everybody else. That's my biggest problem with video, like online video games. If I'm not on day one release, I always find it so much harder. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, uh, everyone does. But I, I find it, if there's people that are already playing. That are like. Better. Yeah. Not just better, but like God tier. Like four mm. months of, of like four weeks of grinding ahead of me. I'm yeah. just never going to play it. It's, it, it's so hard to catch up. Exactly. And it's not fun to play catch up. No. That, that, that is literally why I won't jump back into Destiny 2. Oh, really? I, I, I don't want to grind mm. from where I was up till now. Yeah, it's like two enough. years I've missed out on. Yeah. That's a lot of grind. That's a lot of grind. It's just it's just daunting. Mm. But yeah, a day dot MMORPG, I'm, I would be down to start. Oh, yeah. Even if I just casually, I know MMOs are not real not casual. casual, but even so. Mm. But I mean, like, if, if so, okay, hypothetically, if we were to nerve gear up on oh. Daydot alongside all these other players and we were dropped in to that world, you know, Daydot. Without knowing what was going to happen. Obviously, right? we wouldn't okay. go in there knowing it's a death Yeah, game. yeah. No we way. both have people that care about us. Yes. And a job and family. You would be my Asuna. I, I was literally, I was literally just going to make a joke. I'd be Asuna. So I'm glad we're on the same. Um, oh, that's funny. Um, it. Hypothetically, would you would you go to the front lines and try to clear, or would you be staying in the town of New Beginnings and setting up a little, or would you be the guy who's fishing in the pond on level fifty three? That fisherman, mate. I loved him so I, fucking it was hard. Brilliant. Just the thought of this Japanese CEO who was in charge of like a multi-million dollar company who just logged into this game to fish uh, in a lake. Only, yeah, to, to just start fishing for two years. But just just think about on the day he would have logged in, he was like, oh, I'll just go in, I'll fish for a few hours, I'll get back out, you know, back to the grind. <laughs> He's in there for two, two years. years. I know. Fishing. Wow. 
He he was an elite fisherman though. Hmm. Okay, so say so would you would skill level was ninety nine, right? Yeah, of course. (laughs) So would you would you go to the front lines, stay in the new beginnings? How how would you approach this? I honestly, I don't know. I I don't think I would go to the front lines. I think I would. You would. There's a I I I would be grinding for gear. That that, that's what I do. You love gear. I I love gear. I love just getting Mm. god tier. Like I, I I would. I would go for that same item just to get god rolls on it. Yeah, over and over again. I, I, um, because I, I, I thought about this a lot this week when I was watching this because I was, I kind of just locked into this series. Like I've watched this a few times before, okay. but on this rewatch, I locked in and I was really thinking about. I was like trying to put myself into the shoes and like, what would you do as a, as a person? What would you do? And I'm like, yeah, I would go to the front lines. I would. I wouldn't fight though. I'd be just a fucking cheer boy on the side, <laughs> like at the edge of the you, boss dungeon. You'd be that guy on the sausage stand. I'd you'd literally just, just, just cooking sausage rolls and throwing at people, th- throwing Hot crystals dogs. to people, throwing crystals to people, like just fucking healing and shit. <laughs> I'd be the biz- biggest pacifist ever. I'd, I'd just oh, want to yeah. be involved though. That would be my thing. I'd want to ah, be involved. You would, wouldn't you? Could you imagine if you were in, like, say you were in the SAO game and, you know, the game, like, but at the end... there were so many corrupt people in the game, too. So many. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, you, people are asleep, and they would start a duel just so they could kill them. It, it's, that, it's that break in mentality. They, yeah. It's just human psychology. Like, it's people not... It's people separating reality from... Yeah. You know, it. It's psychosis, man. People would break. This it would break oh, people. Yeah. People get psychosis just from playing too many video games uh, nowadays. Exactly. And, and that's, that, that's without being in, like, a virtual reality... When Full I, dive. When I was talking um, MMO. talking about this with my wife and, you know, we're talking about, you know, they've been in there for two years. That's crazy. And mm. she said there would be no one still fighting on the front lines after two years. People would have just done what Kirito and Asuna had done. They would have bought a house, settled down, yeah, got into a comfortable... There would be no one still on the front lines fighting because but, two years is long enough to start a new life. But their leader... Yes. He was. He's mm. he's the mastermind. Yes. Um Yeah, let's let's talk about Akihiko Kaiba or Heathcliff. Yeah. Heathcliff. So throughout the series where we're told of this guild, the um Blood Elves of the Blood or something like that. It's Oath. Oath of the uh, Blood Oath something. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's blood. The, it's the it's the Best guild. It's the biggest guild. Biggest guild, yeah. Biggest guild. Then Arsenal's the second... In command. Second in command. Two IC. Two IC, that's it. And we see it come up a few times and we, we never see the one in command until much later in this season. And it's it's a man sure. by the name of Heathcliff. I loved Heathcliff when he first got... I thought his design, I loved his fighting style with the yeah. shield. That, he's, he's... um. What was his ability? unique ability? Unique ability, like divine protection or something like yeah. that. Divine protection. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's it. And, and then uh, obviously Kirito had his own divine unique ability. Uh, uh, unique ability. They're the only two unique abilities we see. How did you feel about dual worlds before we go into Heathcliff? I know we're kind of jumping I, I, around I like here, the but dual yeah. world thing. I. It's just he gets two attacks, I guess, at the it same time. Feels again, and I think we mentioned this before we started recording. But again, it feels like Kirito cheating. Yeah. I know it's a skill, but not only does he basically cheat the game in the end of the well, first half of the season to win, he, he also he, cheats the game at the end of the season to win. Yeah. True. He, he's a cheater. He, s- somehow. 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 But somehow. he does it in that annoying way, in that annoying anime way where it's not so much cheating, it's just being... His sheer willpower. Sheer willpower. That's it. It's not even willpower in this one. It's um his sheer love for Asuna. Oh, that's wanting it. to avenge Asuna. But um, so yeah, we we see Heathcliff and Kirito kind of fight, and I I adored Heathcliff. And then we see that little moment where Kirito goes to land an attack, and he almost did. And he almost did, but he. He wasn't quite quick enough, and Heathcliff managed to block, and it all felt sus, but we leave it at that. Yeah. I loved that little granule of kind of information, because when I was watching this for the first time, I was like, what's that? Yeah, who who is this guy? What's this? That, it, that's it, it, is, is that his unique ability? Is, is that what it is? Is he cheating? It felt... I immediately was like, someone's cheating. He, he's cheating. 
Mm-hmm. And then it gets revealed Heathcliff is actually Akihiko Kaiba because again it's human psychology. You would not create this game if you yourself weren't if you involved. yourself didn't want to be involved. Yeah. Best way to be it, involved it, is to be the leader the of the front. biggest guild on the and front lines. On the front lines that's, constantly that's right. pushing to further the game. That's right. Constantly putting pressure on the front lines because I honestly think without that leadership people would just not be on the front lines. Yeah. Cuz why would they you? They would just give it up eventually. Because I think even a few characters mention it, like Arsena mentions it. In your head, you've got to be like, okay, well, I still have a human body that's still connected to nerve gear, but it's laying like in for, a hospital bed. How long now? I don't have long left. We're at level 75 and it's two years. Yeah. There's no way we're finishing this. You would settle down into a life. You would. You would. Of course you You'd would. Get comfortable. And it makes sense that Heathcliff... Because is- they can also taste... Kind of. Mm-hmm. And feel. Mm-hmm. You reckon right. they can have sex? I, well, I don't know. I, I guess so. Did they? Did they? Did they? No, nah, Kirito and Asuna never do. They, they they slept in the same bed, though. They slept in the same bed. In the game. Asuna clearly wanted to, too. Oh, like, yeah. She, like, full-on was just, like, finished dinner and stripped off and be like, well, aren't you going to get naked? And Kirito was just like, I just want dinner, bitch. I just want to, yeah. I just want dinner. Because Kirito has is... She, has she done this before? Uh, she's 17, though. True. But that being said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Kirito and Asuna's relationship. And that, Me too. That, I still do. Yeah. That point... I think it's fine. That point in the, the middle of the season-ish where they take a break from the front lines and they go, you know, live in a house with their pseudo-daughter. Y- I liked. Yeah? With their I, little um, artificial intelligence daughter? Yeah, it's like a corrupt program. I don't really want to go... Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to go too much into her because... Yeah. I don't care enough about her. Nah, either. It's just a... She's a plot device that I think was utilised pretty well, but yeah. could have been happy for her to die and be gone. <laughs> uh, but I love Daddy, Kirito Daddy. and us. Oh, her saying daddy uh... all the time. <sighs> I just wanted to drive a railroad spike through my ear. Yep. Um, but yeah, I loved Kirito and Asuna's relationship. I, mm. I thought it's probably one of the better depictions of an actual relationship mm. between people in anime. Yep. Yeah. Until the second season. Until the second half of the first season. Yeah. Right, I'll see if I've got anything else on this first half of the first season before we crack into the second half because fucking I got problems. Oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> um, I, yeah. Oh, the episode where Kirito and Asuna are solving the mystery of players being killed in a safety zone was uh, great. A yes. great bit of mystery, a great bit of problem solving. And again, these little one-shot episodes... I love, I fucking love. I, I would have been, I would have been happy for a hundred episodes of that, where it's just you Kirito on a level, completing a quest like the Santa quest. Do you remember the Santa quest? Oh, that was great. That was wicked to get a resurrection crystal that he threw away, gave to someone else, and never used. I was kind of like, oh. who did he give it to again? Oh, he uh, gave it to his redheaded friend. Yeah. Um, um, what's his name? His name. Clean. Klein. Klein. That's Klein. it, Klein. Um, yeah, which he could have used at a few point. No, it was paralyzed oh, when he, he, Kirito he, and Asuna died. I guess. Yeah, he was paralyzed. Everyone was paralyzed, yeah. But, you know, it was a resurrection. He could have he used it off screen again. He could have kept it. He could have kept it. He could have used it off screen. That's it. I don't know. I liked Klein, though. Klein was a cool character. He is a cool character. He yeah. should have been in it more. Yeah, I guess so. I don't I like know, he, he was running his own little guild. And I liked the design his of his guild, the very Japanese traditional design yes. of his That was something that I thought was really interesting, that all the guilds go for, like, a specific aesthetic. How about, did you like the uh, the death coffin? The laughing coffin Laughing guild. coffin. I loved laughing I coffin guild. brilliant. They're really ominous. And the, the weapons they all used were sick, too. Yeah. Because we see a lot of boring swords. And yeah, not like boring, sword, but like sword, just sword. swords. Yeah. And a sword is a sword mm-hmm. most of the time. But when we see the laughing coughing, they're using like big meat cleavers and needles and like yeah. stabby little quick daggers. And I was like, sick, man. That was rad. And laughing coffin seemed to have, be like the biggest guild <laughs> apart from the, the they're blood the guild. They're yeah. dangerous. Because they actually are going out to kill players. Yeah. Well, they're just PKs. They're, they're, yeah. So that they're just—that's all they want to do is kill players. Yep. Yeah, it was, was kind of cool. I loved it. I thought I thought it was great. I, I really did think it was fantastic. Um, I don't think I have any more notes on the. 
Oh, so the the first half of the season wraps up with you know Kirito finally facing Heathcliff, yes, revealing as as Akihiko mm-hmm. Kaiba. Yada yada yada. He saves Asuna. He saves himself. But, I thought it was an okay ending. It was. I was it just was okay. Con- I was confused as to why it happened at episode fourteen, right, and not twenty five. Right. Yes. I, I would like. I, I would have loved to seen more of like, like the sword art. Sword game. art for me. And I know this is based on some light novels. Yeah. But for me, Sword Art Online, like that actual series, that first half of the first season. What the name's based around. Should have been (laughs) at least 25 episodes. Absolutely. And there is enough stuff in there. Yeah. Because, like, admittedly, if it was all dungeon... I literally would have loved to see them finally reach the palace on top of... Level 100. Ironcrad. It would have been great for them to reach level 100. Exactly. But also, like, even if, if you know, that format of fighting bosses and clearing levels was getting stale, then you take a break and you do these little one-shot episodes where they're solving a mystery or mm. completing a quest or, you know... Running into... Going to get an S-ranked, S-ranked item or something like yeah. that. Like, Or it's just... You know, Kirito and Asuna at the fucking lake fishing, fishing. or, you know, <laughs> doing anything. With that old fella. If 25 episodes, it could Cooking. have been. How good does anime food look anime, like? like? I want to do a whole episode on anime food, hey? Oh, my God. Anime food looks amazing. It, they put so much, like, emphasis on it. Mm. It's amazing. Mm. But, like, there's so many more skills in Sword Art Online and so many more things that I just feel like they shot themselves in the foot by only making 14. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I, you could have you could have spaced it out over 25. I, I didn't like Alfheim. I hate it. So it was just... Ugh. So let's dive into the second half of the second season. So after the events of Sword Art Online, kind of, and everyone is pulled out of the game, we, rejoin, we rejoin Kirito kind of after his rehab. You know, he's obviously built back muscle and he's kind of getting back normal, yep. cut his hair. And it's revealed that Asuna never came out of the game. And then it's revealed that someone found her maybe in another game called Elfheim Online. So Kirito rushes into Elfheim Online, you know. As you do. As, uh, probably what I would do, admittedly. Yeah, true. Um, and he goes to rescue Asuna. And this, for me, is where the season takes an absolute nosedive. I don't... Yeah. There is nothing in this second half of this season I enjoy. Nothing. Uh, yeah, No. No, I, I didn't enjoy it either. Just for the sheer fact, like, Asuna is literally just in a cage for most of this season. And uh, m- m- most of this second half of the season. And we spent the, fir- the whole first half of the first season developing this u- ultimate badass <sighs> female character who was compassionate and fierce and funny. She was so funny sometimes. I, I need to be... Yeah. Her, the scene Take it with, away. The Take scene away. with her and Kirito in the, the dungeon with the frog legs but where... D- they they replaced her with his Leifa. Le, yeah, Leifa, which yeah. is his cousin, cousin slash sister. Is it is it cousin though? They're cousins. Are they legitimate? cousins? They're legitimate cousins. Yes, blood oh, cousins. God, that's weird. Uh, okay. it's, it's, it's what about a, the relationship that she she liked him? Uh, yeah, I thought well, that was a bit they, weird. Okay, I just want to say on the cousins thing. I know it is culturally acceptable in, in a, a many cultures around the okay, world too. To be in relationships with, you know, first or second cousins. It's definitely a taboo here in Australia, but I do think it's things elsewhere, so I don't want to be offensive. But also, fine, don't fuck your cousins. Yeah. I'm just saying it. Maybe don't fuck your cousins. <laughs> especially especially your cousins who you grew up thinking were your sisters. Yeah. That's fucked. But, yeah. Well, um, I thought that was kind of strange. And he picked up a lot of little waifus. So many waifus. I know. Why? Well, and I know there we was ha- like two men in his little group and then the rest are just females waifus, who yeah. love him. But like in the first season, like admittedly we get, you know, Liz, the first half of the first season, we get Liz, the blacksmith, we get, you know, the beast tamer. He gets a few of these little waifus or yep. little... That'll but, do anything for him. But also every one of those characters had their own arc within his arc. Yeah. You know, the the beast tamer who was trying to resurrect her dragon went through this whole thing mm. of, you know, finding her confidence and finding her place in this world and not being the mascot for a guild. Yeah. You know, Liz, the blacksmith, you know, was finding her courage in the real world and, you know, 
devoting herself to the creation of a perfect weapon. You know, yeah. it was really her thing. But in this this second half, we just get a bunch of waifus who just want Kirito. Mm-hmm. Their whole arc is Kirito. Yeah. Leafa's whole thing is Kirito. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. And the look, look fact- I, I, I don't. Sometimes I don't mind. Maybe like one, maybe two, whatever. Mm. But when they just keep getting thrown at the main character, left, right, and center, sort of, I get a bit over it. It's just boring. It, it's just the same old thing. It's just boring, and it, yeah. it makes this anime worse mm. because I can't recommend this anime to people now. I, and okay. I, I, I very. This is one of those animes where I, I thoroughly, thoroughly love, but I will not recommend it to people. I, honest, season three. I, I could rec- recommend. Uh, season two is maybe a different story. Season two is good. I, I like season three though. I do. I do like a bit of Gun Gale. I haven't watched season three, and we'll get. It's we'll good. Probably get to it. Yeah, it is good. Mm. Anyway, so what did you think of Alfheim, the actual world that they're in? Oh, I don't know. It's boring, the, the, right? Literally, the character, the main character, gets dropped in with overpowered stats, mm. which carried over from. Sword Art Sword Online, Art. So, so you don't get to experience the same thing you did with Sword Art. No. You, you don't work your way from the bottom up. And even... You, you basically just get thrown out there like a, a dart. Exactly. But even like... You, you don't get to experience anything, really. Everything feels cheaper in Alfheim. Yes. The magic feels cheaper, the combat feels cheaper. There's no Be- weight There's no it. repercussion. Yeah, yeah there's it. no weight because death means nothing. And... I do, I do see what they were going for with Kirito in this this half of the season, where he still feels that there's weight behind it. He never backs down. He True. never wants to be defeated. So see, it's obviously still playing on him that this is real. And they, they, I suppose they did emphasize about everybody who came out of Sword Art not being able to sort of adapt to society mm. as you as you would as you would. Like I, I guess you wouldn't. Really compare it to a war or anything, but PTSD though. Yeah, PTSD, PTSD for That's sure. It. This, this is like people who went through this would completely be candidates for PTSD. Oh, yeah. Like this, this, this mm. is the PTSD breeding ground. Yeah, it's where mental health would fucking go to die. Oh. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So you can see Kirito kind of fighting with the thought that there is consequences behind this. But as a viewer, we know there's not, so it's there's no weight behind anything that's happening. No. That, that's why I think they should have just kept Sword Art, hmm. like the base first game all the way through to the it end. Should have been 25 episodes. Should have been 25. Should have been. Yeah, absolutely. If it was 25 episodes, this anime, Sword Art Online Season 1, would be in the, up. my personal opinion, completely, you know, if you don't think about, if you think uh, differently about this, it's fine. Email me and complain. Uh, but for me, if <laughs> this was, if 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 the first twenty five episodes were just in sword art, and it took you know twenty five episodes if, for them to ha- face Heathcliff, you know what? Even if because you know with the cardinal system how mm. it, it slowly adapts, right? Mm. It, even if like halfway through the season, the cardinal goes, okay, let's drop magic into sword art. Yeah, that would, that would have been cool, you know. And, and and then you it could just go from there mm. to like episode twenty five. Well, I had this thought that would have been cool. I had this thought, and maybe it's a bit too dark, but wouldn't it have been a much more interesting series? And I know they had this time limit on, but if they leaned into that time limit of their their mortal bodies, and midway through the season when it starts hitting, you know, that two year three year mark, and players start just dying because their real body is gone. Life's, yeah, and you just, just have players that drop dead. And then you've got this fear in everybody in the game that, oh, at any point, this is over for me. Yes. So you just add an extra layer of fear and tension into that. If that was in through Sword Art, that would and then great. Like creating like chaos in the world exactly. as well. Exactly. It would throw a monkey wrench in the big pile of monkey wrenches this series already is. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand why they diverted... And only did fourteen episodes of this, and then did you know ten episodes of Alpha Online? It's, it's like what I like. We we did talk before we started mm. the pod, and I said I liked the first half of the season. Mm. The second half was questionable, and you agreed. Yeah, I, d- I don't even think it's questionable. I think the second half is just plain bad. Yeah. If Alpha Online was our entry well, point, what, what do you think of the 
the boss, the the main villain. He was just a mustache twirling villain. Yeah. He was there was nothing but evil with him, and there was no. He was, was just a pure villain. He was, and that's not interesting. Akihiko Kaiba was. Not a, a pure villain. He was, a, he was a genius. He yeah. had a vision and a goal. and he, Which he did copy his... Um, uh, Our Farm Online is just the cardinal system reprinted no, into... But he copied his himself onto the cardinal system, did yes, he? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so he... So he's therefore still living... Living. In the, like, system. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. transcended his human body. Transcended, yes. I can't wait to do that. Um, but yeah, like the villain in the second half of the season is just a pure, like there's, there's not engaging for a a mustache twirling villain. It's just, it was just basically Kirito getting up to him and then basically pulling out Heathcote's like admin Mm. code, cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Cheating. Like he's done. (laughs) Like he does. Pulls out Excalibur, drops the villains like level to one. Yeah. But and also, and like, that was it. It was just like uh, we knew that, that was, was going to happen because shit. a villain that's that evil was always just going to go. Yeah, he was going to shit, and on. he was it was unnecessarily gross. Like he was, you like can, with that you, stupid tongue of his and the the hair sniffing oh. and the face licking. You can make a villain whose motives are you know sexual in nature be subtle and way more scary than just yeah. being advert with it. Yeah, because subtleness is more scary than just advert. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just, man, I remember watching this season for the first time back in 2012 or 14, whichever one it was. I could fucking easily Google that fact. So it, it's 12. When Is it 12? It first got released. Okay, yeah. sweet. Thank you. I think you have corrected on me that before. But um, when, yeah, back in 2012 when I first watched this series, I remember fo- 14 episodes of being absolutely in love and thinking... This is this is my anime. This this is an anime that it felt it felt made for me. Every reference in there, I understood. Yeah. I I got it. The characters were real for me, like Asuna and Kirito's you know connection and relationship. I actually felt it. I had a yeah. visceral connection to them. Yep. So yeah. Sword Art Online, Klein, all these characters, I, I was thoroughly in, engaged mm-hmm. with, and just just the way the story was unfolding, I was I was so in what? love. I don't think they use familiar enough in sort of like again if they did 25 episodes they fucking could have yeah but um i was so engaged and then it stopped and then elfheim kicked off mm-hmm. and it felt like a punch to the stomach yeah. that i don't think i recovered from for a long time it's like when you go go to audi and you get some second rate class of like chips or something it's chocolate you're like oh this is not this is not the same thing. It, yeah, it's, it's this ain't Cadbury. It's it, no, it's like. Do you remember when they changed the flavor of barbecue shapes? Do you remember when barbecue shapes changed their flavors? I'm so sorry. It's literally. I don't. I don't. They changed. I think it was barbecue shapes. Yeah, barbecue shapes or pizza. They changed their flavor. It was new and improved flavor. For me, this was that. This was they had. I had something that I loved, and they changed it for no reason into something I hated. And it's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I re- like I. I'm sorry. I I really hate Sword Art Online because of that second half of the second season. But it did get me back as soon as Gungale started because Gungale is is admittedly really good. It's, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Gungale, which was season two. Yeah, yeah. But um, like, uh, yeah, I, I liked how they gave us the seed. You know, mm. at the end, sort that was of that was good. Think, yeah, makes you go, oh, what is it? Exactly, and then you bring it, bring it into season two, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, now which I is get good, it. yeah, and like let the whole world experience exactly. It. But they could have done that at the end of the twenty five episode. They, they did not need to go to Alfheim to no. get the seed. I, I I completely agree. Yeah, I I, I do agree. I, about I feel the like I'm going crazy. This I the do. second half of this season fucking brings out the worst in me. I fucking like, hate it. Look, it's it's still it's still not bad. Hmm. It's still not bad. It was it was rushed. It felt. Like the, the, they could have gotten, yeah, they could have done more with it. Yeah, it just fe- it it just it feels like a half baked, amazing cake. Yeah. Like it would have been the best cake ever if they'd have just fucking just left it, it in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they made half a chocolate cake and then half a carrot cake, but they didn't fucking cream cheese frosting on the carrot cake, so it's just fucking carrot and. Flour. I love carrot cake. Thank you. Carrot very much. cake is fucking trash. It is the 
bomb. No, cream I, cheese frosting is good. No, I I don't. I'm not even a. I'm not even an icing fan, to be honest. Really, I love carrot cake. Man, I was actually thinking about this the other day because we went to a, a cupcake store and they had a whole bunch of different cupcakes. I was like, what is my favorite type of cake? And I think I'm still such like a, a basic child where it's just like a really dense chocolate cake, a moist, dense chocolate cake. I used to be like, like a Woolworths that. mud cake on crack. That's what I want. You, you know what I like? Mm. Like fresh sponges. I fucking love a good sponge. Mm, it's got to have like a fuck ton of cream on it. Yeah, I love cream. Dirty man. <laughs> Dirty filthy um, man. <laughs> so I think we've I think we've basically talked about as everything we can talk about. I've worked up a big sweat of anger. It's fucking you, hot. You in have. Bed, mate. You have. It's hot in this. You, you, you've made it this hot. Oh man, I I just I knew I knew when I was writing my notes for this episode. I was like, man, this is. I could, I could tell it on the expression on your face. <sighs> yeah, man. Just yeah, fucking this. I, I don't know. It just gets to me. I think because I was so invested. In the storyline and sorta that yep. when it changed, yeah, just mm. I don't no, know. Look, uh, I I can understand. Twenty twelve is the year my heart got broken and it hasn't been fixed yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so buddy, we we uh, we should probably go on. Well, we need to give our final thoughts, mate. So, is sorta underline season one getting it? Half of it will. Half of it will. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Half of this, 14 episodes of this season are getting it and everything else First is fucking 14, trash. Definitely. Yeah. But the rest of it, look, it, yeah, questionable. Yeah, exactly. First 14 episodes is officially getting it and yeah. everything after that can suck a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had like five beers too. I'm so fucking fired up. Oh, no. uh, so it is time now, to move on. What have you been watching lately? Like... Well, Oh, do you want to do a quick what you've been watching? Do you want to talk about Goblin Slayer? Is that what you, you want to talk yeah, about? Okay. Yeah, you wanted to. Before we go into our next segment, um, you hit me up oh, did, a did, week. Did, did I hit you up? About yeah, Goblin you hit Slayer? me up. You hit me up. Okay. <clears throat> you hit me up like a week ago. <laughs> you hit me up like a week ago and was like, hey, I've been watching Goblin Slayer. We, you should watch it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch Goblin Slayer. I think I'd... I think we hadn't quite locked in a topic yet for the upcoming no, weeks. No. So and, I, and I was just... I was sort of... Yeah, going around watching a few mm. different... Series and I got hooked. Yeah, I, started, I watched the entire lot of Goblin Slayer. Yeah, it's like twelve episodes. Yeah, it's pretty it's lame. Pre- it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, you floated me this one. I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. And I think I think that night we'd locked in with um other guests of the show like John and Tyson, like future episodes. So yeah. I, I had to start watching stuff. But I I threw on an episode of Goblin Slayer. At, okay, I want to paint your picture. <laughs> I threw on an episode of Goblin Slayer at three o'clock in the morning when I was like not drunk but starting to like I had a few drinks but I started to sober up and you know when you start to you stay awake and you sober up and you feel awful yep and you you kind of I was just plunging into like a mental health spiral oh, no. I was like I'll just watch some anime I've been <laughs> fucking editing and doing a bunch of stuff and I was so and, and this mentally first drained episode's brutal it's the first, so first 10 fucked brutal so th- at three in the morning, when my brain is fried and I'm emotionally fucking fragile, <laughs> I put on I, I, what I, my I best. In, I, I slip in your DM. Well, Here, watch this. Yeah, one of my <laughs> best friends in the world stood at the altar at my wedding, <laughs> slides into my DM with a recommendation. I think Jason will never, never, never does me I, wrong. Did, did I lead you astray? <sighs> <laughs> so I turn on Goblin Slayer, and in the first what twenty five minutes, fifteen minutes, there is. Some of the worst, not oh, worst, man. but some of the most confronting <laughs> rape scenes between a woman and like 50 goblins that I've ever seen. And it is f- like, I didn't sleep well that oh, night. Man. I thought about it the next day. <laughs> I just could not get it out of my head. I even like, because. It's funny because I just, uh, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, for some I reason, I was just feeling super I empathetic in that t- moment. And I just went really into it. And, but also. <sighs> There's this, Boy. and it's a frame second in that scene where they're ripping off her clothes and she's like in that vulnerable position and all the goblins are behind her and there's a frame or two where you can see goblins doing the jerking motion, getting ready to, and for some reason that frame got <laughs> stuck in my mind for like 48 hours. Like it <laughs> broke me. I, I was convinced my penis was never going to work again. I thought that was it. Sexual drive was gone. Oh, I was yeah, asexual. before too. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, why are you going to do me like that, bro? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, wow. But yes. But he does have two kids, so obviously it works fine. It works works fine. Thank you. Don't have... (laughs) Fucking awesome. My dick works fine. Anyway, Goblin Slayer. So yeah, that... At first, it's it's so confronting. It's it such a confronting series, but also, but they keep it all the way through the season. Fucking great! Yeah, it's really good. I I I love the main character. To be honest, the just Goblin how, Slayer. Just how blunt he is. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't have any emotion. I I thought it was cool. I no, and I don't think we'll do an episode on this because I I. Yeah, no, I, it, I don't want to do it. Really, I don't, I don't want to talk about Goblin Rape for an hour. I just yeah, no. I I I, th- I think this little five minute segment. Yeah, yeah we'll fine. wrap it up nice and quickly. But I think it's a great series. I think it's a good series for horror slash kind of thriller fans out yeah. there. Yep. I uh, I just think it's 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 good. It is good. It is. Yeah. As confronting as it is, it is good. And there is a you good. Just mo- look past that, like you know, yeah. when that pops up. But again, if you are someone who is triggered by rape or anything like that, yeah, do not. In any circumstances, ever, ever watch this series. Don't read it. Don't look at it. It is fucked. Unless you want to be scarred <laughs> against f- goblins. It fucked me for so long, dude. <laughs> um, yes. So it'll we'll move clowns, on. It'll be goblins. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, I just need it. It's already coming back into my head, so we need to stop talking about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you excited about Ray Zero ne- next half of the season? Oh, have, 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 you watched, have you watched the... like? Uh, first half of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, we'll season. definitely be yeah. doing an episode on okay. Ray Zero for sure. Yeah. And Jujutsu Kaisen. I've been watching a bunch of stuff. Oh, I've been watching that too. Mm, I do so like good. Jujutsu. I love it. We've got a new segment, mate. I don't know if I've done this segment with you. It is so. the Getting Moldy segment. So, uh, the Moldy Cheese segment. Sorry, I got the name <laughs> of the fucking segment wrong. So, the Moldy Cheese segment. This is a segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV. And we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just moldy. And this week on the menu, it's the Big Bad Beetleborgs, later known as Beetleborgs Metallics, an American live-action television series that aired in September 7, 1996 and lasted up until March 2, 1998. So let's dive in, guys. Big Bad Beetleborg. Three typical average kids inside a Ah, uh, so big bad Beetleborgs. Jason, do you remember big bad Beetleborgs? I don't, and I hate you for it. It's so I sent you this during the week to watch. How fucking bad is this show? I opened it up. Mm. I don't think I even watched a minute. It's so fucking. I've and got. Then a, I turned it off and said I couldn't. Oh watch man, it. it's right. I got a synopsis here. So set in the fictional town of. Even just the even just the, the photo on it's the front of it. Fucking terrible, right? It is. Uh, yeah. So set in the fictional town of uh, Characterville, three typical average kids, two siblings, Drew and Joe, and their friend Ronald, enter the. I know it's fucking <laughs> wild, right? Enter the supposedly haunted Hillshurst Mansion after accepting a dare from some rich snobs, Van and Trip. The house is revealed to be the home of the real monsters from the likes of Universal Monsters. So the the monsters in the house, buddy, are like the vampire, a werewolf, but they are like the most cartoony, like, reject shop costume fucking things I've ever seen. It's awful. Um, And they set out to eat the kids. However, in the midst of the chaos, the kids accidentally bump a pipe organ, releasing the phasma named Flabber. He provides. He proves to be friendly, and return. And in return for releasing him, he offers to grant them one wish. They wish to become the comic book heroes, the Big Bad Beetleborgs. However, this also brings the Beetleborgs' sworn enemies enemies to life, the Manganvores. <sighs> okay. Came up with this. Okay. Oh. So this is in the vein of your Power Rangers yeah. and stuff like that, where it is. Um, 
an American show where they they got a bunch of kids together and they film stuff and then they overlay that with action scenes from an American uh, Japanese series to for the yeah. you know, the combat bits where they're in the so just think Power Rangers but worse. Um, it takes a more of a sitcomy, more of a sitcomy comedy role than Power Rangers does, where it's it's a lot slapsticky and silly. Um, but this show is fucking awful. It is terrible. Um, if you like this show, I'm sorry, but this is this is just bad. I found no, and I watched. Look, I, I'm I watched, not a Power Rangers fan either. I love Power Rangers. I, I watched Power Rangers today with my kids. Power yeah, Rangers okay. is great. It really is. It, 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 I will stand by Power Rangers till the day I die. It is a really good show. But mm-hmm. it has its flaws and it is a kid's show it and it is very repetitive, but yeah. what it does well, it does well. Mm-hmm. This show <laughs> doesn't do has anything. no redeeming qualities for me. The design of the Big Bad Beetleborgs is terrible. Yeah, the actors are awful. <laughs> the costuming is just plain bad. And bafflingly bad, where it just feels like no thought went into this. This was such a money-hungry, grub television show made. Like, there there was no soul or passion put behind this. I I, I hated it. Yeah. I fucking hated it. I watched a lot of this, too. Did you? I burned through about... I I burned through about 11 episodes. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to... Admittedly... Admittedly, not as... Or worse, not as bad as a reaction as the goblin rape scene, <laughs> but it was fucking up there. I hated this. Uh, I don't think we even need to go on any further. This show is mouldy as fuck. Fucking the mould going on there. Oh, you dirty fuckers. Bloody hell. There's mould all up the sides too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at the fucking mould on that. This is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> there it is, guys. Getting mouldy for the week. Wrapped up and done. Oh, Buddy, I don't think we've got uh, anything else to, to go on today. Uh, it's been fucking fantastic to have you in here, mate. I've had a great one. I love it. And love it. I'm, I'm not only saying this because I've had like six beers, but I'm having a blast, mate. God, I'm, I love doing this with you. <laughs> Can't wait to get you back in the studs, mate. We'll do this again. Let's do it. So we should probably get out of here, dude. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, guys, uh, make sure you go and like the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want, you can leave us a five-star review. It's really great. Uh, also, just get in touch with the pod. I really want to hear what you guys have um, been watching or reading. Send us some you know, suggestions of what you want us to cover. You know, um, I'm only speaking for me, but you know, my uh, love for anime is... You know, pretty recent in how much I've been watching, but mine's growing a lot too. Yeah, we're growing. So send us some cool stuff. Anyway, peace, guys. It's been fun. Peace, Peace. dorks.